you are listening to Survive and Thrive, Managing Life with Adult ADHD. Adults affected by ADHD will be helped to succeed, enjoying their life in the process. Hosted by Abigail Wirf, coach, author, and speaker. Abigail's focus is helping adults with ADHD live their best lives professionally and personally. Hi, I'm Abigail Worf, and welcome to Survive and Thrive, Managing Life with Adult ADHD. On today's show, we are talking about accumulating experiences, not stuff. There is no cheat sheet for this episode. I have noticed that we tend to accumulate stuff, not experiences, to try and make our lives better. What I mean is we think that there is some perfect outfit that will make us look 20 pounds lighter or some perfect organizational tool that will make us be more organized and on time. Unfortunately, this is rarely true. Granted, there are some tools better than other tools. For example, the calendar I use really works for me because it integrates my to-do list with my calendar. But ultimately, I could probably still accomplish as much with a different calendar. Or let's take underwear. The more underwear I have, the less often my laundry has to be done. But at a certain level, it doesn't matter how much underwear I have. My laundry will have to be done because we do not have limitless space and money to store not only our underwear, but all of our clothes. What I am talking about is that we often are looking for something that will solve a problem when we can often solve the problem through changes in our behavior. And doing that means accumulating experiences that we learn from good and bad. As people affected by ADHD, we often end up with too much stuff. I know I do. We can become collectors of different sorts of stuff. We are also afraid to give stuff up because, or by giving it away or throwing it out because what if we need it in the future? That worries us. What if we collected experiences instead of stuff? We would certainly have more room in in our homes and less stuff constantly to be sorted and put away. Very rarely does more stuff make a significant difference in our life, unless, of course, that the stuff in question is money. But experiences can make significant differences in our lives for good and for bad. For example, my father died when I was 13 years old. That was a big experience, and it changed me. The experience shifted how I dealt with things in the future. In some ways, not so good, but in other ways, for the better. For example, it made me stronger and much more tolerant of change. On the other hand, it made me more fearful about the temporality of life, and that can be both good and bad. If I had a choice and I took it, I would collect more experiences and stuff. And actually, I do have that choice. I just have to act on it. The thing is, we often don't make that choice, and it's a choice that will help us grow, learn, and strengthen. Instead, we look to buy something that will fix the problem. Sometimes that works, but we only have so much space and money to fix things this way. Those of us affected by ADHD can be forgetful, so collecting experiences over stuff can be scary. What if we forget the experience and what we have learned? A good practice is to set up a journal around new experiences for a couple of reasons. It helps cement the experience in our mind by processing it. It gives us an opportunity to reflect and draw learnings from the experience Also, it may open us up to new thoughts and ways of doing things by shifting our perspective. Confession time. I live in a two-bedroom condo in Washington, D.C. A couple years after I moved in, I realized that my second bedroom had gotten way out of control. 
There was virtually no room to move in it, much less work in it. I had the room set aside for my arts and crafts projects as well as exercising. It could have been a room that promoted opportunities and experiences. Instead, it was a room impossible to even enter, much less use. I had many types of arts and crafts supplies, way too much to use up in a lifetime. Somehow, I had thought if I just found the right art or craft and had all the supplies necessary, I would start and create things and finish them. Instead, I seemed to just gather more stuff, often for some new enthusiasm I had. I would gather everything I could possibly need before actually using the supplies and discovering if I even liked the medium at all. That was a waste. Finally, I was convinced to pick three mediums I liked working in, which were polymer, clay, jewelry, and felting. Then the job was to get rid of all the other arts and crafts supplies. I will be honest, I did keep a little more than just the three supplies for those mediums, but not a lot. We found a nearby church that was having a bazaar soon, and I asked if I could donate my extra arts and crafts supplies. They said yes. Little did they know that it would be three carloads full of supplies, and I mean big carloads full of supplies. I'm very good at packing cars to the max. It was actually a relief to get rid of this stuff because I wasn't using it, and it seemed to be constantly multiplying and growing. I have been good about not adding more stuff in the intervening years, I'm proud to say. Unfortunately, I haven't done as well with my books. I always think that the next book will solve some problem or help me learn and achieve something new or do it better. I am proud to say I've read most of the books I own, but I realize I don't need to keep them all. I currently have the second bedroom in the second bedroom about 10 boxes of books to give away. I just have to do it. One could argue that reading is gathering experiences, and I believe that, but it can also become something you do to avoid new experiences or challenging experiences. Last week on the podcast, I talked about participating rather than isolating. I think we can sometimes spend too much time gathering stuff than experiences, and it can be another way to get isolated. Ask yourself these two questions. When was the last time I gathered a wholly new experience that caused me to grow? When was the last time I acquired something I didn't necessarily really need, thinking would change my situation somehow? I want you to think about that. What are you gathering more of? Stuff or experiences day to day? Perhaps it is time to brainstorm some ideas on how you can start gathering new experiences instead of stuff. When a new problem faces you or there is a change you want to make, can you do it without acquiring more stuff? I once wrote an essay about how so many people I work with that are affected by ADHD are always buying things to organize themselves. I once had a client who had five calendars going at once, and she was always looking for a better one. Or like me, many of my clients have a weakness for office supplies because we think all we need to do is find the right thing to accomplish whatever we have set our minds to. Granted, sometimes you do need to acquire things to get other things done, but I would argue that we tend to look first to acquiring something that we think will solve our problem instead of first trying to solve the problem with what we have. So to review, we tend to collect things over experiences, especially when affected by ADHD. We always think there is something that we need to acquire to improve ourselves. What if we just tried to work more often with what we have on hand? What if we allowed ourselves to weed out some of the extraneous things we have that we are not using or utilizing? What if we sought out more experiences than stuff? 
my hope is you will join me on the journey of trying to decrease decrease acquiring of things and increase the acquiring of experiences. It is not an easy journey, and I struggle with it, but I know that in the long run, this philosophy will serve me better, and I hope you too. So that's it for today. Next week, I'm going to talk about managing the holidays. As at the time of this recording, we are in November, and a cluster of holidays are coming up. This can be hard for us, that is, those affected by ADHD, for many reasons. I will examine some of the reasons and hopefully provide some actionable tips to help you make the holiday season and the rest of the year, for that matter, better and more tolerable. Because the information provided will not just help you with the specific holidays coming up, but just in general social interacting and planning. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to contact me on my website at abigailworf.com forward slash contact or leave a message at 1-844-ADD-ADHD. That's 1-844-ADD-ADHD, or the numerals are 1-844-233-2343. 1-844-233-2343. Finally, as always, I want to thank you for your attention. I know it's precious. And remember to just simply keep on keeping on. Thanks for listening to Survive and Thrive, Managing Life with Adult ADHD. Come back next week for a new episode. For show notes and free stuff, go to abigailwerf.com.